Welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montrulo, joined here by my co-host this week, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? What do you mean this week? Oh, man, I said that, <laughs> <don't> I? <laughs> uh, well, usually you say as always. Joined here, joined here this week. By yeah. my you said this week as though like there may be a, a time like. Well, know, hey, I don't know. Yeah, Stay you tuned. Never know. You never know what's going to happen. Your job's <laughs> on the line, buddy. Yeah. Uh, I, well, you know, it's been another week of hell, um, but I'm here. I'm present. Uh, slightly more alert and awake than last time. But last time, I guess, was two days ago when we did a special election recap. Yeah. Not a special election recap. It was the midterm election, but the coverage special we did midterm was election special. recap. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, which you should go listen to if you listen to this right now, because uh, we said other words about stuff that happened recently on it. Yeah, I, I actually thought that you know that that came together pretty well. That episode, we 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 definitely lost steam by the end. But you have to also remember it was like midweek, so we were fucking tired from work, and we did like almost two hours talking about just the the wonkiest fucking nuances of every you know stupid race in the House and Senate and governorships and yada yada. But if you want a really in depth breakdown of the uh, midterms and why uh, we're not super thrilled about them, uh, despite you know. People trying to spin them in a positive light. Uh, yeah, go check that out. That's in our feed mm-hmm. at soundcloud.com slash move left. Um, yeah, so, uh, you know, there was my I, my concern when we did that episode midweek was I was like, well, you know, I don't want to cram all the L- midterm stuff into a regular episode because we'll, you know, it'll push everything else out. But then after we did the episode, I was like, oh, shit, well, we have another show in two days. We're not going to have anything to talk about. Like, nothing's going to happen between Wednesday and Friday. And I actually, you know, dark humor uh, that feeds my uh, blackened soul said, oh, I'm sure we'll have another mass shooting by then. And, of course, sure enough, we did. To be fair, uh, you you could say that literally any day of the week and you'd be right because uh, we've had 307 mass shootings in 311 days this year. So, Yeah. yeah. Real, real fucking nice country we live in. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, and we'll talk about that later. I don't want to jump too far ahead. But, uh, you know, obviously, <laughs> I thought nothing really would happen uh, of significance. But literally on Wednesday, the day after the election, uh, Jeff, Sessions, uh, Jeff Sessions, the United States Attorney General, uh, abruptly resigned. Uh, now, we didn't talk about it during the Wednesday podcast, both because we didn't really want to do anything outside of the midterms, but also because we didn't know the causes behind it um initially well, i mean we had been speculating talking about this in the media that he was gonna be out at some point you know just the fact that he recused himself trump thought was you know an act of disloyalty and it's like it doesn't work that way <laughs> you kind of you have to yeah he's not your lawyer he's like the lawyer for the you know the entire country um but no so i mean initially before it, it w- the reasoning had come out we had speculated or i had speculated at least to you that um Maybe something was coming out. Uh, you know, he 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 knew something. the The Mueller thing was wrapping up, uh, and he wanted to get out because he didn't want to have to uh, have any conflict of like, oh, do I have to take action on this? Do I have to preside over this? Like, he obviously had recused himself, but turns out Trump. Uh, it was basically Trump firing him. He was like, you know, hey, resign or I'll fire you. <laughs> you know, I'll let you leave with some dignity. Although obviously, I'm firing you. And, um, yeah, so there's concern because Trump fired him or he resigned and, uh, 
this guy, Matthew Whitaker, was named the acting attorney general. Now, this guy was not the uh, he, he was not in, in an appointed office. He wasn't you know, he wasn't confirmed in any kind of an office. He was the chief of staff for sessions. So it, it it's kind of not allowed. But I like we've said time and time again on this show, like. This whole idea of like, oh, well, we have, you know, we're not going to slip into fascism because there are rules in place and our democracy is strong and there are norms that people follow and they have to follow. No, they don't. Like, no, they fucking don't. You th- do you think Trump gives a fuck about following any of these things? Like, th- I, I think I said, like, in the in the early months after Trump, you know, his, his presidency kind of kicked off that, like, it, the one thing he's proven is that political norms are bullshit like this whole idea that we're going to be saved from fascism or from totalitarianism by our democracy or by the fact that people respect the uh processes of of our government are just bullshit like people are just going to ignore them and trump you know has showed people that you can do that and there are not really any consequences so well, yeah. I mean, we had several presidents before him that showed that you can have an illegal torture camp uh, yeah. outside the rule of law, and no- nobody can stop that either. I mean, how long have those people been in Gu- in indefinite detention without being charged with anything in Guantanamo? You know, so it's it's just you know, of course, he's ripped the mask off, and everyone's like, "Oh my God, we've all <laughs> we're this yeah. administration is so unethical." It's like, no, he just doesn't put up a a, a front. In front of all the bullshit that every administration has been doing with but things like signing statements every, and yeah. executive orders and, the, you know, that are extrajudicial. Uh, I do think it's funny, though, you have like John Bolton complaining about having to run things through like an ethics panel. Like he's just a so-called <laughs> ethics panel. It's like so even for what little restraint there is, he still has contempt for it. Yeah, well, I mean, John Bolton's a fucking ghoul. Like, John Bolton should be in in a prison cell and has no business being anywhere near, you know, any kind of seat of power. But, uh, again, this is what happens when you don't prosecute war criminals when you take office after the biggest war criminal in modern history uh, occupied the seat before you. So, hey, you know, Mm. (laughs) what are you going to do? Yeah, so Jeff Sessions resigned slash got fired and... um, People are uh, speculating with good reason that uh, Whitaker was put in there because he's friendly to Trump and that if Trump asks him to fire Mueller or to end the investigation, to to, to, to do his bidding, essentially, that he will sure. do so and won't recuse himself. Um, well, and, and of course, then as soon as that happened, the donut Twitter, uh, you know, the, the alt center lost their fucking minds because they see Mueller as this hero. And I think just about everybody on the left was disturbed to see all these people in the streets protesting, uh, using the hashtag protect Mueller, um, you know, and just like where, you know, so as I'm sure a lot of people listen to this show, recall Mueller lied to Congress under oath in the run-up to the Iraq War, you know, he did the same little little thing that uh, Colin Powell yeah. did, saying that there were W weapons of mass destruction, right? He and, helped lie us into that fucking war, right? Like he, yeah. The the war that liberals used to go out in the streets and protest, and then stop protesting when Obama was president, and then you know Obama appoints Mueller to run the head of the 
FBI, and then so they think that he's some you know he's some resistance hero. You know, you've you've seen the the caricatures of him with his sleeves torn off. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, he's a fucking cop. He's no, a fucking cop. Yeah. And he's like a shitty right wing one at, at at that. Like he's not. You couldn't even make the case that like, oh well, he's a centrist. Like no, he's a fucking like Republican Fed who would have no problem, you know, tossing any leftist group in jail or fucking doing all the bullshit that the FBI has done to the left for years. But now it's just, oh well, he's doing it against the person we don't like, so he's our new hero. But guys, I got news for you. Robert Mueller is not going to put Donald Trump in jail. Robert Mueller is not going to get Donald Trump uh, impeached. Robert Mueller is not going to do f- fuck all except for maybe put a couple of Trump campaign aides in jail for like, you know, a year or two and, uh, you know, bring some charges against Trump that aren't going to do shit because nobody's going to indict him. No, it's, well, it's, and, and it's, it's bled over theater. to their, yeah, it's bled over to their opinion about, about Sessions too, where they think he's oh, somehow God. on their side. We're talking about the most racist attorney general in, in modern history. He was too racist to get appointed to the Supreme Court in the 80s, right? Jeff, so, Jeff Sessions uh, is one of the worst people on the fucking planet. Like, Jeff yeah. Sessions is well, comically afraid of marijuana. He, apparently, he, to uh, a couple of uh, former attorneys general, wrote an op-ed in, of course, the Washington Post, saying, you know, we think Jeff Sessions was an honorable and da-da-da, and fucking Chris Hayes, of all people, responded that and said uh jeff sessions oversaw the kidnapping of two thousand children <laughs> so good for I, I, la- I, I, I laugh because it, it's just such a good it's such a good retort but it, it's horrifying yeah jeff sessions is a fucking monster um yeah yeah jeff sessions once said that he uh liked the ku klux klan until he found out they smoke marijuana so if you really want to know <laughs> where oh where uh jeff sessions comes from but so yeah, and you mentioned there there was this protect Mueller march in Manhattan, and there were people holding signs like I have a couple pictures here from the march. Uh, this very uh, well off looking white lady holding up a sign that says, uh, "I can't believe I have to march in favor of Jeff Sessions." Yeah, I I can fucking yeah. believe it. But we pretty much all can believe it. Yeah. Um, another another kind of doofy looking uh, guy holding up a sign that says, "I heart laws." So. You know, that, oh, is that what that was from? I saw the picture. Yeah. I didn't realize that's where it was from. I assume um, that was from some MAGA rally, some uh, you know Make America Great rally. But of course, you, you, now you'd it's be mis- fun. yeah, you, you, you can't could tell be the difference between the alt for... center and the alt right anymore. And then there's one other one. Uh, you know, it's bad when we miss Jeff Sessions. So yeah, the resistance, everybody. <laughs> Jeff Sessions. I mean, oh yeah, I'm sorry. It, it is. It is bad when. You miss Jeff Sessions, but not because of external things, but because you, the the alt center, who miss Jeff Sessions, are fucking just as racist as the right is. That's why it's bad. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, un- it's unreal. And you know what's so funny? Jeff Sessions literally, like the day before he left office, knowing that he was going to do that. Uh, this is from the New York Times. Uh, in a last minute uh, act, Jeff Sessions drastically limits the, uh, the Justice Department's ability to initiate overhauls at police departments accused of abuse. So he made it really right. hard for the Justice Department <laughs> to overhaul corrupt police departments. Like, so, yeah. I, I, miss, I miss the shit out of that guy, I though. Leave. I really yeah. fucking miss that guy. Can we get him back, please? Right, because these fucking people don't morons. follow politics. Morons. They have no historical memory. Uh, they're the only thing they think is bad is what affects them personally. Uh, they don't, you know, they only think of 
kids getting ripped away from their families when it's on TV in the moment, and by next week they won't think about it. These are the people that honestly wish they were back at brunch. Of course, of course. Back at brunch, back with Barack Obama's president, also ripping families away from their babies, but not doing it in such a cruel way and doing it in a much quieter way, and also prosecuting journalists and you know attacking the free press through uh, setting the record for uh, espionage act con- uh, prosecutions. Uh, but again, nobody, you know, everyone's up, uh, has their hair on fucking fire about the Jim Acosta thing. And it's like, look, presidents always attack the press. This is the, we've been living under fucking proto-fascist rule for a, a long time. <laughs> you know, he's just, as you said, he rips the mask off of it and we see how horrifying it is. And it is horrifying, no question. But it, this is not, you know, and this is not what aboutism. This is like, yeah, welcome to the fucking party. Now will you help us? Uh, fucking get rid of these monsters and put people in office who actually represent us and actually give a fuck about democracy and a free press and, uh, you know, uh, uh, civics and helping the fucking poorest people among us and, like, helping society get better instead of just helping the fucking corporate donors. Like, you know, that's that's really where everyone needs to be, and that's just not... So I, I woke up this morning and saw that Michelle Obama was trending, and I thought... What could possibly she be trending for? And she wrote a book, and of course, the thing that they were quoting in the in the articles about this new book was how she could never forgive Trump for his uh, you know birther nonsense kind of thing. That actually, Hillary was one of the first people to put out there. <laughs> it was like she kind of oh god, she was super came up with that. No way, yeah. But just the idea, and and of course, everyone loves Michelle Obama. Liberals love Michelle Obama. They love her arms, right? And, uh, you know, this is the same Michelle Obama that calls George Bush a partner in crime, who hugs him on the yeah. Ellen Degenerate, you know, <laughs> on the Ellen show. Or I, I think actually I'm mixing two things up there. Ellen hugged him, and then she hugged him somewhere else. Who knows? Whatever. Yeah, now they, they, so, they have a bromance. Just, or just, rom- just the idea that it, Michelle yeah. Obama can't forgive Trump because of his bullshit. <clears throat> Uh, but can completely forgive George Bush for killing a million Iraqis, you know, and it's it's yeah. like, and the people that would go out to rally to protect Mueller would look at that and they were, they would just, they wouldn't understand what I was saying. Somebody said, oh, I don't recall her ever having a problem with the Iraq war. So their defense of her <laughs> hugging Bush was well, that, I, I, <laughs> that, that she shouldn't have, she never was opposed to it in the first place. It's oh, like, thanks well, for clearing what? that one up. Yeah, you, 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 <laughs> thanks for clearing up my concerns with Michelle Obama. Like, what? And look, I, I look, I could give a fuck. You know, I don't, I don't have anything. I don't have any ill will towards Michelle Obama. She never, you know, enacted policies, but uh, she's clearly got a real big fucking blind spot about what a monster George W. Bush is, uh, and uh, you know, her husband uh, as well. I, I would probably add to that list in terms of all well, his war crimes. I mean, let's let's be honest. Obama completely renewed the Bush doctrine of foreign policy, of austerity, of you know, going after journalists. He went after more journalists than anybody else. He, whistleblowers went after, yeah, went are journalists, right? Uh, deported more people. Permanent. Obama tripled the number of ATF raids of medi- of medicinal marijuana dispensaries over what Bush had done. So, I mean, there is, 
Yeah, it, it's That's like great. I didn't even know that. That's I, I, yeah. yeah. You know, I, I look these things up because I get in arguments where I'm like, people are like, liberals cannot believe this stuff. They're like, that's no, not no, true. Yeah. That's not true. Obama had no scandals. Obama had no scandals. And it's oh, like he, wore, you, he wore a tan suit. That was his one yeah. only scandal. <laughs> right. Like, what do you call droning an uh, 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 American citizen to death and his entire family to death? What do you call that? It's not a fucking scandal to you. Well, he uh, should have had a better father. I don't, I don't know what your uh, opposition to that is. Uh, you know, clearly, uh, even though I, I, I'm in flagrant violation of the Constitution and I killed an American citizen extrajudicially, uh, his dad <clears throat> may or may not have been a terrorist. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 they literally said he should have had a better father when he fucking did that. Oh, like, I know he, he, I know he did say that. I know he literally Un-fucking said that. Unfucking real. Like, I, I, oh, God. Yeah. I don't even want to start talking about him. I'll just fucking go off. All right. So, <laughs> but anyway. So, all that being said, yes, li- uh, liberals have a, uh extremely large blind spot when it comes to how hypocritical it looks when they protest uh, for in, in favor of monsters like Robert Mueller. And just because he happens to be the person that's uh, nominally investigating the guy you really don't like, uh, and I don't like, you know, no question, uh, does not mean that he's not a fucking asshole also who, you know, is is working against every cause that you believe in or pretend to believe in, uh, in liberals' cases. So, um, you know, I guess we'll see what happens with that. That's an interesting uh, situation. I'm sure the Mueller like findings are going to come out soon because that that clearly seemed like a preemptive move uh you know because everyone was like oh yeah well Mueller's going to wait till right after the midterms because he doesn't want to affect the elections um which again uh you know his republican colors are showing because if he uh, actually gave a shit about the truth and serving you know justice he would release his findings as early as he you know gathered them like he wouldn't wait till after the midterms just to make sure that the republicans don't lose well i mean you're trying to build a case right you don't want to show your cards before you go to a trial right or or, or, or at least hand out the indictment right well but people are saying he had it before the midterms and he was holding it till after the midterms so as to not affect the elections meaning like not to make the republicans look horrible by saying hey look at all these prominent republicans we're indicting Sure. Okay. Yeah, I, I got you. I follow you. You know what I mean? So, like, I, right. it's like he's a Republican to the fucking end. Of course he is. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, speaking of Trump, though, we uh, we should talk briefly about the uh, Jim Acosta fiasco um, because it, it, I, it, I think people are slightly misreacting to it, but it's also uh, he's a fucking idiot and and it, it his reaction was just kind of uh unreal so i want to play the audio from that and we'll talk about it but if you haven't seen the audio or seen the video from this moment you should watch it at one point trump is like so mad and like fucking at, like out of it that he just starts like pacing around the stage because he doesn't want to let it, it it's such a bizarre yeah, he, I can't even he fully like describe walks it. away from the podium He's just like I'm gonna. He looks like he's gonna um, <laughs> just jump into the crowd, WWF style. <laughs> you know, like I don't know what else to do besides just tackle this guy. You know, uh, it, it's. I'm sure a lot of people have seen it, but it'd be good just to it's play so the funny. audio to get a it's sense so of how funny. insane this moment is. Yeah, I'm gonna play the audio, and then we'll talk about it. Uh, thank you, Mr. President. I want to challenge you on on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign. 
in, in the midterms. That here, this, here we go. That, well, if Let's you don't go. mind, Let's Mr. Go. President, Come on. that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, I, Mr. President, I consider it to be an invasion. As you know, Mr. President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a, it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the U.S. Thank you for telling and me that. I why, why, did you, why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because and, I consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do you think that you demonized immigrants not in this election no, to try I to want keep... Them, I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You know, they have to come in, Jim, through a process. I want it to be a process. And I want people to come in, and we need right. the people. You your, know, campaign, wait, your campaign... Wait, wait. You know why we need the people, don't you? Because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people. Right. But your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so on. Well, that's true. It poured, it, but they it, weren't actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors. Well, no, it's true. Do you think they were actors? They weren't actors. They didn't come from Hollywood. Right. These, were, these were people. This was an actual, you know, it happened a few days ago. And, uh, They're hundreds of miles away, though. They're hundreds and hundreds of miles you know away. That, that's I not an invasion. Should, honestly, uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN. All right. And if you did it well, your ratings well, let me would be ask, much better. If I, if I okay, may ask enough. one other question, Mr. President, if I may, if I may ask Peter, one other question, are you worried? That's enough. That's Mr. enough. Mr. President, I, well, that's I was going to ask one of the, the other folks. That's had, enough. Pardon me, ma'am. Mr. President, that's enough. Mr. President, I had one other Peter, question, if go. I may ask, on, on the Russia investigation. Are you concerned that... That you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the Russian investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation? Mr. President. I'll tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. I, I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible. And the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go ahead. In, in, go in ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. In Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts. Well, his I'm not a big fan of, of yours either. So I understand. To be honest. So let, me, so let me ask you a question, if I can. You repeatedly you said are, you are the best, Mr. President. You repeatedly, over the course okay, of okay, just sit down, please. Well, when you when you report fake news, no, when you report fake news, which CNN does a lot. You are the enemy of the people. Go ahead. Mr. President, over the course, over the course of the last several days of the campaign. <laughs> so, oh my I, I, God. I, can't, I can't help but laugh. Like, he's a fucking dickhead, but that, that was, that was he, he has good comedic timing. It's weird. Like, he, I think he's, because he's a fucking television, you know, reality star. He's like, just he's a bully, a, you know. He's a, bully, he's a dickhead. Like, bullies get to be bullies because they're good at it, and in some way they can pull it off and make it funny and you know kind of off the cuff it's if you were just purely mean you couldn't get very far in life with it but You'd he's be perfected John Bolton, this you know <laughs> right exactly exactly um and the thing that of course the the arm thing where it's like this intern's trying to take the mic away and he's trying to hold on to it and kind of puts his hand up to sort of you know uh, uh yeah. block her but he's still his focus isn't on her at all and she's grabbing at him she's this girl's like grabbing the mic and touching him and then uh, it was almost like is, an involuntary reaction. Like I would do that too if I saw a hand right, coming out of nowhere. I'd be like, right, oh, because his, his line of sight is with the president, and, and yeah. his girl's off to his side. And then just the most insane thing, of course, somebody from Infowars edited the video and changed the the frame rate on it, so it looks like he's like slapping at her or like chopping, like chopping. her arm away. And with the fucking Sarah Huckabee the, Sanders, the fucking press secretary of the United tweeted States. out that yeah. video. It's just, it's like, it, 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 just when you think it can't get any more fucking insane, 
I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we're, we're yeah, we're, we have we have then, the press secretary tweeting out on top of that. Videos. On top of that bullshit, the mainstream press, who are being called the enemy of the people, will carry water for that bullshit. I saw the headline today was uh, White House press secretary tweets out doctored video analysts say. Like, what the, What do you mean analysts say? <laughs> Look at the fucking thing. You don't need an analyst who cl- – it's like it's back, back in the Bush years. Anytime there would be a global uh, article about global warming, it would be like, uh, planet is doomed, claim scientists. It's like, no, 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 no. It's not a claim. It's not a fucking claim. It's not oh a, you know, God. allegedly kind of thing anymore. So, yes, the media uh, in their, their fecklessness uh, has allowed Trump to become this thing and, and allowed the, the space for somebody – like, uh, you know, the press secretary to do a thing like that and then not get called out for it completely. You know, it's... Yeah, of course. And, you know, so... uh, And Jim Acosta is... is, uh, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of Jim Acosta. I think he is very much a grandstander. I don't think... I don't even know who he is. I don't give a shit, but, you know... He's he's the guy who, like, would always tweet about how, like, vicious Trump's crowd... uh, Like, his crowds are, which they are, no question, but he would tweet about, like, this, you know, this is unacceptable. This is not uh, something any journalist should have to deal with. And then people would tweet pictures after of him, like, taking selfies with the people that were yelling at him when the cameras were <laughs> right you know. right he's, i've he's never been so afraid for like, my life know, <laughs> he's not a journalist journalists actually do investigation they don't just grandstand and ask generalizing generalized questions now his line of questioning in this conference was actually very good but this is not typical of jim acosta he just constantly hectors trump about the russia bullshit like that's all that's his claim to fame so mm-hmm. um but in any event uh he is still a member of the mainstream press and Trump took his press uh, credentials away, which is, you know, not something the president should be allowed to do. Uh, And apparently I didn't know this, but Obama tried to get rid of Fox news's press credentials while like during his press briefings, which again, I don't think he should be able to do that's fucking, you know, well, how do you get them in the first place? Like, what do you just have to have enough money to have a network that's big enough that you deserve it you know i don't know why the process, though, why yeah. does democracy now not have press have white house press they credentials fucking should yeah right so it's it's like i don't i don't shed a tear over these i, I mean i'm sorry no, the guy I, I, I agree, may not have a job anymore but it's not as though he has to be there as the questions himself to to still do reporting on it right it's I, there just is, there's just concern that like if you t- if you allow him to take away press credentials of unfriendly outfits that the only course, people in the room will be it. you know fox news breitbart of course um, well, but no, of it, course, the, the whole credential situation is bullshit. Like TYT didn't couldn't get a press credential during the Obama years, uh, even though they had like twice as big of an audience as any of the cable news channels in terms mm-hmm. of online media. You know, it's like, right? No, they shouldn't be able to, to pick and choose like that. But yeah. again, at the same time, you know, I guess the, the real the, the bigger worry I have is that that threat of getting kicked out makes them all you know, have no spine even more than they of would have. Uh, of course. So they're not going to ask any tough questions at all uh, to to a worse degree than they already do. There's a picture uh, that Dave Anthony posted uh, basically saying like, hey, press, it's not that fucking hard to, to protest a president. And I believe it's uh, Chinese journalists and the president is walking through a crowd of them and they all put their cameras down on the ground. And it's like, yeah. That's what you fucking do if you're if the president is trying to stifle you and stifle your profession. And then they were all like, executed later on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, honestly, that you know, 
just the, the the lack of actual courage amongst journalists now is really depressing and it's the reason that trump can get away with uh you know doing all this shit and 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 calling them fake news and calling them the enemy of the people and then they they roll over like you you should fucking triple down when he does that shit and not triple down in a grand well how dare you say no triple down in actual substantive critique and substantive questioning of him you know i i I just well you saw a brief little glimmer of solidarity with the khashoggi assassination where the media was suddenly like oh this is one of our own but at the end of the day, they're they're all competing, and profit is the main driver here. And they know getting exclusive access is how you get the ratings, right? So getting shut out of that room is an existential threat for a network that wants to be able to get those sit-down interviews with Trump or whoever, any of his people. If they lose that, they get shut out, then that is – the rest of the networks aren't going to, you know – join them in in their exile voluntarily just to make a statement that's not what they're there for yeah yeah i don't know it's yeah the whole situation is just very worrisome um for its larger implications but i guess we'll see what happens with that um uh yeah i want to talk about uh the situation with uh our good buddy tucker carlson that happened this week also uh because that was uh really uh the response to that by a lot of people i respect was very disappointing Uh, so uh if you didn't hear about it uh tucker carlson uh was was besieged by uh radical left-wing antifa terrorists uh who uh burned his house down and uh killed his family in front of him oh wait no is that not what happened because that's that's the way it was uh basically reported on the news what actually happened was that a couple people showed up outside of his house for less than 15 minutes. Uh, one guy knocked on his door and they chanted some stuff and left. But uh, apparently this is just as bad as any kind of a right-wing uh, terror <laughs> action that's you know taken place this year. Uh, and we've had about fucking six, you know, right-wing uh, mass, you know, massacres in the last couple months and people are trying to act like this is on par with that and and it's just like i i, right. I, I feel the, like we live in a respectability politics thing again yeah i yeah. mean this is somebody the reason why he's getting heckled at his house is because he is inciting the people that are committing actual yeah. terrorism white supremacist yeah right and you know everyone from jank unger to Anna Kasparian on TYT to um, uh, Stephen Colbert to uh, somebody you mentioned before the show who was outraged by this. Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi Gabbard are acting as though this is the violent left. You know, the the violent left, the way they uh, knocked on on a door knocker <laughs> yeah. um and then apparently there was a little bit of graffiti left on his driveway uh which caused the the police a great amount of alarm because of course it was an anarchist symbol and it'd be so funny if they used like <laughs> sidewalk chalk instead of spray paint to do it oh i've seen people get arrested for that too trust me oh, i'm that's, sure I'm that's sure. considered vandalism sure. even sidewalk chalk is vandalism according to city code um but yeah no, Drizzle would get rid of it yeah basically i i hate watch TYT these days. I'll put it on the background just for like when I hear something that I'm like, wait a minute, what are they talking about? And then I'll kind of get more focused and, on and it. They're good on very narrow sub. They're they're good occasionally. It's just that it uh, the election the, coverage is good. Yeah, yeah. Whenever it's civility related, they're fucking 
awful because they're terrified that people are going to do this to them because they're semi-famous media figures. Well, I think they'd like to pretend that. Um, but so this was a segment that Anna opened up and her first words were that uh, a, a group of protesters came to his house and went on his lawn. and But fortunately, nobody was hurt. So that right there, she's setting the tone that she's taking this right wing talking point that the you know Antifa or the left are the violent ones here, right? And then it just got worse and worse. And at, at one point, Jenk actually said, "You know, you people are fake progressives, and you're giving real progressives like us a bad name." And it's oh, like, fuck, these off. are not for the I'm fucking. Heard. Anarchists out there would laugh in your face if you called them progressives or fake progressives or not. You know, like they they know who you are, Jenk. He's like, a they proud know. capitalist. For him to yeah. act like he's the real he's fucking leftist lover. is bullshit. Like, yeah, he he's always with going on with his few bad apples bullshit. Whenever he talks about police accountability, then backs it up with, you know, all my buddies that are cops are good guys. You know, it's just it's nonsense. I don't fucking care about your brain of progressivism, Jenk Unger. You know do the election thing but like when it comes to people taking direct action and showing up at someone's house in doing nothing threatening whatsoever other than a few chants and knocking on the door fuck off if you say that that's the same thing as someone driving their car in a crowd of people and murdering somebody yeah yeah a bunch of literal fucking nazis uh you know marching with torches and chanting about jews will not replace us and then literally murdering uh uh, heather higher and trying to murder a bunch of other people you know people always forget like uh, they th- obviously heather higher was murdered but they ran into like 30 people with that that guy ran to like 30 people with that car like he could have no, killed yeah, the all whole of them weekend, conceivably the whole weekend they tried to murder the the kid oh, that guy in the they parking garage killed, almost killed poles. in the parking garage yeah yeah just, just... and that was with nobody there to defend him so that's not just antifa shows up and 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 then you have the violence like they'll, you know, with with these proud boys that go out and look for uh, anyone they can find to beat up, and the cops yeah. just go, "Oh, break it up!" Uh-huh, and then they leave, you know. So it, and then it's, take pictures uh, with the proud boys later, like yeah. Just, th- so this know. idea that like they're afraid that someone will do it back to them is be- is is the most privileged bullshit because it's already being done to people, just not them yet. Right. Yeah. It's, people are yeah. already getting beaten up and attacked and murdered in the streets for who they are and not because of, you know, for anything other than their sexual orientation, their gender, their race. And then, you know, for, for Jenk and Anna to say, well, we don't want you to do that stuff because wouldn't you do, not, li- not like it if someone did it back to you? Like, fuck off. No, Antifa is literally the only thing protecting the most vulnerable people in this country from fucking Nazi violence, Nazi, you know. Uh, terroristic violence. It, so to say that is is just so fucking stupid and wrongheaded. I, I mean, just imagine how fucking bad all of these situations would have been if Antifa weren't there to protect these people. Like these, we we think they're gonna fucking. If, if you all of a sudden become civil and say, "Oh yeah, well we're gonna fight you with words and we're gonna fight you in the marketplace of ideas," that they're not gonna keep trying to beat the shit out of fucking gay people or black people or just leftists like who are peacefully protest half the fucking time that's what they do they proud boys that time in manhattan beat the shit out of a a a, 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 a group that they largely outnumbered because one kid threw a plastic water bottle at them mm-hmm. so you know spare me the fucking yeah this whole like oh well we're we're no better that's fucking bullshit yeah we, we then, fight them uh, in defense of of vulnerable people they fight because they're fucking nazis who want to terrorize people and want a white ethno state 
So, and on that note, too, uh, I'm sure you saw the headline uh, from The Hill that police are investigating the protest at Tucker Carlson's house as a possible hate crime. <laughs> you cannot God. fucking make this up. So, yeah, my response to that was, uh, it might even be white genocide. Better look into it. <laughs> yeah, well... I mean, for too long, the voice of the uh, heterosis white male has conservative, been, yeah, has been, yeah, uh, has been, has been silenced and maligned in our uh, society. Now, just, I want to read you a couple. Yeah, I want to read a couple of the it. tweets uh, that were just really fucking stupid and wrongheaded regarding this situation from people I respect to varying degrees. So Tulsi Gabbard uh, tweeted out: uh, "Efforts to terrorize Tucker Carlson and his family are outrageous." Politically motivated violence and threats of violence towards civilians with the purpose of terrorizing is terrorism. Such terrorism must be condemned no matter if it is coming from the left or right. It must end. So what, they're terrorists. What was terrorizing? What was terrorizing about doing some chants in, in front of his house? You know, or Jenk was freaking out because they he because they were saying, you know, as they're chanting, they were chanting, we know where you live. And Jenk's like, how dare they? It's like, well, obviously, he knows they, they, that they know where he live. He's out. There's outside his house. <laughs> so saying it doesn't make it any different. Fucking morons. Yeah. Oh, and then somebody tried can't. to say that uh, somebody was was overheard uh, saying something about pipe bombs. Well, the thing they said about pipe bombs was listing off the crimes of white nationalist terrorists recently, like the the synagogue shooting and the guy that was mailing pipe bombs to uh, to blow up Democrats. Right? They were listing off the things that actual terrorists were doing, not making yeah. any kind of threat whatsoever. So th- this is what happens when you've got Jen Unger up there who will go to uh, events like Politicon and debate Tucker Carlson and walk away and saying, "Well, you know, we can agree to disagree. I think he's a really nice guy. You know, he we can we can respect." Respectfully disagree about things. And it's like Tucker Carlson is a fucking liar. He's a fucking piece of shit right wing hack liar. And when you have a, a liberal like Jenk defend him, that's complicit. He's complicit with somebody that's preaching white supremacy, even though he does it through his little fucking smirk on his TV show. That's still what his ideology is. No bow tie anymore, though. Yeah. Yeah. He lost so is, yeah, I, no. this is why I don't see any difference between somebody who's who's that in the alt center who talks about progressive economic stuff, but still always is going to side with right wingers when it comes to defending their honor and their dignity and preaching for civility. Pe- people's brains are fucking broken. Like even even people who consider themselves progressive, it, they just have this 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 fucking lack of a backbone where they just they 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 cling to the idea that america is civil and that people uh, are, are are decent and that we live in a civil society and it's just not fucking true we're so fucking violent i mean we're going to talk about the shooting later we're the most violent country in the fucking world i mean yeah. just within our own country not to mention the fucking hundreds of thousands and millions of people we kill overseas how many I mean, years have we been at war for our nation's history 200 225 all but, all but <laughs> yeah all but like a very narrow window like all but 16 years or something of our yeah. entire history yeah. or something like that or you we're, look we're at the, n- the number of race riots in this country i mean from from the end of the civil war to the 1960s there were multiple race riots every year and almost all of them were started by white people <laughs> So, yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but of course, we only no, that's, remember that's the big fine. Detroit fine, one yeah. because that was, you know, um, but yeah, it's just people have no sense of history. You, when you really get obsessed with history, you can't help but 
take on a, a very different view of social justice because you see how much injustice there has been uh, systemically for so long, especially in this country and other countries too. But they have, I mean, largely solved a lot of those problems by, you know, looking at their own history and acknowledging the things they did. We have not done that still. And I got news for people who who criticize Antifa and who who use violence in defense of of people who are at, under siege of violence. We wouldn't have a fucking minimum wage if it weren't for people using violence against oppressors. We wouldn't have a fucking 40-hour work week or we'd still have child labor if people didn't fucking stand up to fascist maniacs who tried to you know extort them for everything that they could possibly grind out of their their bones like sure well and even just uh peaceful tactics like going on strike would get you attacked by the police which would get you people killed literally yeah Uh, and and, you know the I i forget what year it was the the uh there was a strike in chicago and the people were just marching and the police ordered them to stop marching and when they refused to stop marching, the police just opened fire into the crowd and yeah, killed 10 yeah, yeah. people. This is in the middle of like downtown Chicago in the 1930s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it's like the idea that, you know, Kent State was an isolated incident is you know, <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yeah. I'm but sorry. yeah, and this, is, this is people just clear. All they wanted was a better wage and better safety on the workplace. And for that, the police murdered them. And then it's like, oh, so much for the tolerant left. Fuck off. Yeah. No, I, I just fucking can't. And and so another moron that I used to respect, uh, Stephen Colbert tweeted out, uh, fighting Tucker Carlson's ideas is, is an American right. Targeting his home and terrorizing his family, terrorizing his family, <laughs> is an act of monstrous cowardice. Obviously, don't do this, but also take no pleasure in it happening. Feeding monsters just makes more monsters. Well, you know, some people agreed with him, including uh, Richard Spencer, who retweeted that tweet. So you're getting retweeted by actual fucking Nazis. Congratulations. The fucking mm-hmm. fusion of the fucking fish hook is complete. So, you know. I, yeah. And, and you watch the video and there's barely anybody there. It's like 12 people. It, it you know, literally it, is. It's a, a pretty a small people. mob. And, you know, it was one little club, anarchist club. And... Uh, just from that alone, without any charges filed whatsoever, uh, Jack at Twitter took down their Twitter account. Oh, sure. Yeah. But you know, the uh, Proud Boys how, can still have a Twitter account. And fucking yeah, Richard how long, Spencer can still have a Twitter account. How, how long did Alex Jones get to uh, harass and terrorize the, the families of the people that were murdered at that school? How long Six was years. that terrorism allowed to go uh, on for? Excuse me, eight years, actually. Sandy Hook was 2010, I believe. So, yeah, all, all the yeah. way up until this year. <laughs> yeah. So if you knock on someone's door, uh, you're a terrorist. But if you uh, literally direct your hundreds of millions of followers to harass people uh, for simply being By the, making the, bullshit the survivors up. of a massacre, uh, you get to keep your account. Yeah, no, literally lying to incite violence and telling people that these, that these people are, you know... Uh, paid actors and that people are like pedophiles in a pizzeria and they're like coming for your children like sure sure well and i'm sure somewhere along the way kasim colbert has made a joke about alex jones uh has he ever condemned him like outright condemned his actions probably not who knows probably not yeah, I don't know. I I just I I grow so weary of, of the fucking nonstop calls for civility. We are not in a civil time 
I mean, you could argue there was never a civil time in this fucking country. We were founded by a bunch of violent lunatics, but, uh, you know, uh, violent colonizers. But uh, if any time is a time to to put civility aside and, and, you know, fight as hard as we possibly can to stave off uh, the absolute, you know, fascist onslaught that that's coming. uh, I think now is probably a good fucking time, you know? Mm hmm. Well, you know, I could see uh, calls for civility um, before the rise of fascism in the 1930s when they didn't really know how bad it was going to be. Sure. There's no excuse now because we know what the end result is. We know how what people who want to create a white ethno state, we know the lengths they'll go to if you don't shut them down and you can't shut them down with a marketplace of ideas. No, because 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 their because their marketplace of ideas is kill all the brown people. You don't meet in the middle from give people health care and kill all the brown people. What's the middle of that that fucking idea? Like what what's the idea that you that you that you well, come together on from those two ideas? I can I can I mean literally is is give only white people health care, <laughs> which is what the Nazis did. Which is yeah, yeah, which is exactly what like the alt center will accuse uh you know the actual the Bernie actual Sanders left of, of being Nazis because we want universal health. Well, well Hitler wanted universal health care too. It's like well it's not universal if it's only for white people from that country. <laughs> so Jimmy little, Dore actually in one of his old stand ups had a joke about that. He's like I'm pretty sure the problem with nazi germany wasn't that they gave everybody fucking health care like i'm pretty sure right. that wasn't right that wasn't uh, the big critique of their regime um yeah so I, you know i just i i, I yeah I, i'm so fucking tired of, of listening to people fucking uh, you know grandstand about civility but it, it's gonna it's gonna happen until the day we're all fucking dead because a bunch of fucking brown shirts kick all our doors down and slaughter us and people are still gonna be like well how dare you uh, you know, fight back against them. Just be civil. Why don't we just uh, debate them and don't show up and let them hold their marches, and then they won't have anyone to to mm. march against. You remind yeah, me of somebody that used real. to be on the cast. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, I mean, we had no, that argument look, several look, times. Yeah, look, and, that you know, me the argument that the, the Proud Boys are only drawing attention because people show up to oppose them is a lie. That's just a lie. And, and no, anyone that course. says that, I don't think is being intellectually honest with themselves or anyone else. Or, or just or, or is ignorant to that fact. I mean, I genuinely think people, uh, liberals especially, uh, just genuinely think like, well, because they, they, they don't, th- that doesn't enter their bubble at all. The fact that these people are militant, radicalized Nazis living in our country and that you know, you, you don't beat them. It, th- th- it's not a. This is not a fucking movie. You don't beat them by, by making them look small and then and you know embarrassing them by not showing up to their protest or no, whatever. You don't. No, bullies, bullies don't go away by ignoring them. That's that's no. just that is it's, very much like not. the movies. If anything, the, the movies have taught us to stop the bullies. You have to blow up their fucking Death Star. That's true. Yeah. The good movies, the movies made by actual the leftists, movies, like George yeah. Lucas, the, the actual people that want to actually kill Nazis, uh, yeah. people that still want to kill them today, like Billy Joel. <laughs> Did you say? I what, do you have a? Quote oh, you didn't see what Billy Joel said? Oh, no, I no. thought I thought we talked about this, but no, he um, 
he wore like a, 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 a like the oh he wore like the golden little, the, Jewish star on stage yeah the the ones that they had were forced to wear in the camps right and mm-hmm. he got asked about it and he was like yeah I don't understand how you can have these Nazis walk around the streets and not just want to bash their brains in with with baseball bats like pe- you know our, our grandparents died overseas to yeah. stop these people they sacrificed their lives we sent over you know almost every boy we had to go do that and now we let these people walk around on our streets what's wrong with us that we're letting that happen and like of course a bunch of people were like fuck yeah billy joel <laughs> I fucking love billy joel yeah, I, know you, and, I know and, you do. And you gave me so much shit about his music being bad, and you know maybe his uh, music is bad, but and I, and it's not I, bad. It's just over overhyped for what it is. I guess he's if got some. Gem, he's got some hidden gems. I, yeah, I don't know. It it doesn't do it for me the way it did when I was a kid. But you know, I every time I walk into my my local Rite Aid, every single time is either Billy Joel or or, or uh, Fleetwood Mac. So I'm either I'm always kind of like fucking awesome though. Fleetwood Mac is the fucking best. They're like up up there like with Steely Dan as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah. I mean, obviously this isn't music cast, but Fleetwood Mac is is just so fucking (laughs) unbelievably timeless music that like it could come out today and you'd be like, oh yeah, this doesn't sound like it's from the you know. Oh yeah, there was a um, chain like there was um. Like bike companies make little promo videos, you know, because there's no commercials for bicycles on TV. So almost every bicycle ad for a new new line of gear, product, bag, light, whatever, is primarily web based. And there was just something that came out for some um, woman who was on the Olympic uh, women's bicycle track team, and it was, she's like, she has a regular job. She works in a hair salon, right? And the video was just her riding her bike, her fixed gear bike in traffic in LA, just going to work, nothing big. And the song was like this great little kind of throwback, uh, hipster, um, like psychedelic folk tune. I'm like, oh, who is this? This is this is fucking, I can get down on this shit. Reminds me of the bands I you know knew when I was living on the West Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure enough, it was Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> <laughs> the chain? That song, The Chain? No, 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 no. This was that's this actually- totally different, yeah funny right that would be right. ironic for bike, bike chain, you know bike chain <laughs> this never was break the chain <laughs> not quite so melodramatic as that song um i'll, I'll try to find it and send it to you yeah. um anyway back Probably to hipster anyway, back to yeah. hipster millennials um, uh alexandria Ocasio of course <laughs> yeah so uh our girl aoc was in the news uh by the way who you know obviously was total formality uh and joe crowley got you know nine thousand votes lol but uh, yeah, so Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is heading to Washington. She's going to be the youngest congresswoman in uh, United States history, which is amazing. Um, and she is, you know, she continues to be maybe one of the one of, if not the only, like real working class person that's heading to Congress or that that that's involved in in you know in DC politics. So I guess she was giving an interview and she mentioned casually how she can't afford to move to Washington until her uh, Congress uh, congressional salary kicks in because DC rent is insane. And she was literally, you know, tending bar six months ago in in, in Brooklyn and probably living paycheck to paycheck like all of us are. Well, Um, and I mean, the reactions to this is what was so stunning to me. Cause like because, we hear that and that's like the most endearing thing in the fucking world. We're like, Oh, you right. know, this is our fucking, this is our, our girl. Like this is, this is, you know, she's one of us. 
Right. And, well, and I guess the, the the weird thing to me was how much people didn't understand that people were like, well, why doesn't she just take that money of her campaign? It's like, because that's illegal. That's illegal. <laughs> people said, well, why doesn't someone just gift her the money for the rent? It's like, because that's also illegal. illegal. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't just give somebody a, a gift like that as a fed as a as a federal uh, a, a, a official. You can't just give them stuff like that. It doesn't work. You can't do that. And you could let them stay room. in their house, but yeah, uh, yeah. And also, not everyone's fucking daddy left them, you know, millions of dollars. Like her mother was a fucking housekeeper. Like she, she, you know, saved enough money to buy them yeah. a moderately sized. She was home a housekeeper in, in a wealthy but... neighborhood. <laughs> so, their their tiny little shack in a in a wealthy neighborhood was yeah, yeah. my town actually, <laughs> same yeah. town I live in. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, uh, uh, we we heard that and we we're like, oh, that's amazing, you know, uh, and that's great of her to to mention and highlight because I think people don't think about that and how uh, it really discourages real Americans from running for office because and I and I've dealt with that just with people I've talked to who are running for office where it's like I can't afford to run for office like it, it, you need to have money to run for office because you can't work full time when you're running for office you need to have enough disposable income where you can. Uh, not worry about working for up, upwards of a year and then, you know, not being in, in financially destitute after that. And that's not a lot of people in America. You know, 50% of the country is in poverty. Uh, so it, that really discourages real human beings from running for office and it encourages, you know, mega millionaire lunatics to run for office. So so uh, nice what you're saying that. is Bernie really is a rich Jew if he can afford to live in an apartment in Washington D.C. Basically, apparently, yeah, well, yeah. All, yeah, with his with his seven hundred dollar coats. No, so and Bernie Sanders, by the way, people who don't know, and it doesn't matter because he's been in office for fucking thirty years. He's been in public office and getting congressional salaries, but is still one of the poorest members of Congress, which is because he doesn't, you know leverage his position of power to you know buy a bunch of stocks and companies and all this bull no he what he does is he that takes his money from his congressional uh salary and squirrels it away and just fucking lives his life has you know a home in vermont a moderately uh a, a modest cabin uh at, at like lake house in vermont that i think his father left him and he has a place in D.C. because he works in D.C. And people are like, oh, well, Bernie has three mansions. No, no. Literally none of his houses are mansions. It's fucking nonsense. So the comments that, of course, I originally saw uh, bashing AOC, of course, said, well, sh- that's just a typical millennial to not plan better. Oh, fuck but, Like, what? <laughs> this isn't somebody that, that decided to uh, buy a condo they couldn't afford. This is somebody who got elected to an office that requires them to have to live there part of the time, right? This is completely selfless of her to consider how to represent the people of her community over her own material needs, right? So it, it, they're just fucking trolling. They're idiots. And clearly these are people who don't actually live in a city and have no concept of cost of living in a city like D.C. Or have or to worry about hourly wages. San Francisco. <laughs> or, or Yeah, yeah. Or just... Like they don't understand. Like, well, you should have known it was going to cost so much more. It's like fuck off. The, she, the 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 only responsible response to this should have been, oh my god, that's crazy that 
there's so much gentrification and, and the cost of rent is so fucking high through speculation, not because of demand. It's not like you can't find somewhere to live there. No, it's completely speculative, places. right? Uh, that that it costs so much, right? It, it's, it's fucking predatory capitalism. The housing market is the most vicious form of it in this country. Um, that's the only logical response to reading about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. So these people who are responding any other possible way are fucking lunatics or just terrible people who don't understand the housing market. Minimum wage for a bartender, I just looked this up, minimum wage for a bartender in Manhattan is $13 an hour. You want to tell me that somebody who had to take a year off, a year plus off of work, and which she had to do because she needed to make up all the ground that she didn't have because of how famous joe crowley was in the district uh you're gonna tell me that somebody who had to take a year off of work uh making you know probably 13 to 20 dollars an hour was able to save enough money to fucking live that entire time and then buy a fucking apartment in washington dc the richest county in america you fucking break like these people don't live in the real world because they're fucking millionaires and they're paid to just go on tv and scoff at the fucking pores yeah and 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 they have no idea what ghouls they sound like I have a clip you, actually from Fox uh, yeah, News. Yeah, I was going to ask if you have the, the Fox yeah. clip. <clears throat> and it's just so dripping of condescension. And, and one person I think actually kind of almost sounds decent in this clip. But everyone else is just absurd. So I'll play the audio from that. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Um, she says that she's having a hard time with something. Do we have it now or should I wait? Okay. <laughs> Let me know when we have it. So Alexandria Cor uh, uh, Ocasio-Cortez says this. I have three months without a salary before I'm a member of Congress. So how do I get an apartment? Those little things are very real. She said this to the New York Times. What do you think of that? It's very Alexandria, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez to say this. I think her supporters like it. This is who she is. She comes from the Bronx. She's young. She's the youngest member of Congress. It's tough to get an apartment in D.C. I also think she's not alone. She might be the only one talking about it, but a lot of congressmen in Washington, D.C. say, given the cost of living there, it's not exactly the Washington. I, I, I think, I think that quote was preceded by a year and a half ago. I was tending bar in Brooklyn, right. or something, which is true, by the way. Well, that's plain to erase. But the fact of the matter is, Washington D.C. and the greater metropolitan area is the most expensive county in the world to to live in right. in America now. So if, I think what she's talking about is all of the money in Washington, all of the wealth in Washington, all of the power, and a little simple person like her from New York. Yeah. Can't find a place to live. It is a brilliant political line. On the other hand, her resume that Shelby just mentioned about being from the Bronx, it turns out when you read deeper, she had a lot more formative years in Westchester County, New York, which is a little ritzier than the Bronx. I'm from New York. I don't want to throw stones at any boroughs or counties, but she, her resume doesn't always match up. And some of those shoots during the campaign, the she had these multi-thousand dollar outfits Safer. that could pay a month's yeah. rent in Washington, D.C. You're right. Well, I live oh, in Washington. Right. It's very expensive. But she's been all over the map on some of this stuff. As Overall. So this fucking dickhead. Uh, but, but so first of all... Real quick, yeah. first of all, um, they they keep saying her name wrong on purpose. Oh, it's total dickhead, you know, bully move to say it on purpose in the wrong way. Yeah, they totally know her fucking name. It's been said a million times in the press. Um, she's she's addressed this clothes thing over and over again. She 
got to keep clothes that she did from magazine shoots. That's like a standard procedure when you do a magazine shoot is that they let you keep the clothes. Uh, not if it's really expensive, you don't. <laughs> so, well, no, like, but they're but they're like basic, you know, you know, decent to nice clothes. So, sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. A lot of those dresses that people wear to things like the Oscars, they do not get to no, keep those. No, but, but <laughs> she didn't do that kind of fun. Like she would, like, right. you know, like right. nice-ish, like dress whatever she did not um, buy a three thousand dollar dress for a photo shoot absolutely she also rewears dresses a lot which is like you know uh, people in dc are like oh my god well that's so you know distinct whatever but yeah she doesn't she, have yeah. shut the royal family where she gets to have no. the taxpayers buy her a new gown per day she yeah she, i think she tweeted a picture out where she was wearing the same dress in like a million different press interviews it's like no that's like my one nice dress like Mm-hmm. And, but this is and this is fucking nonsense like what this is such bullshit they act as if like socialism means you want people to live in like sacks and to not have fucking jobs like no we want people to be paid fairly for the fucking work they do that's the entire point of socialism or communism it, this idea oh, that people so you're you're an intern and you want to get paid hypocrite much <laughs> yeah, Karl so Marx fucking, it's yeah. so stupid it, no, it reminds me not... of that <laughs> Yeah, that cartoon where, where 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 it's like uh, I would like to moderately improve society, and then this other guy goes, "Yet you still participate in society." I am a very smart person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> or little... something like that. It's it's good. Yeah, it's just it's like it, it's the same thing as Sally Albright condemning Bernie Sanders for growing up a poor Jew while also condemning him for now apparently being a rich Jew because uh, his brother gave him a nice parka and he's got a, a cabin in the woods that's smaller than my apartment. It's almost like there's a common denominator between those two criticisms. Yeah, it it has nothing to do with the wealth. It's just a way to attack somebody, their political beliefs or their religion or their upbringing or or their their class by uh, pretending as though they're contrarian on their own situation. You know, when when he says that, uh, well, she actually, if you dig a little deeper in her resume, uh, losing a pretty nice, it's like, no, her, her whole fucking family like pooled boost, everything yeah. to boost her because they thought she's the one that really has a chance. Let's put everything into her we have to get her into a good school system. We have to make right. sure she can get into and, college. And they were fucking right. I mean, look how right they proved yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, you know, it's it's if she had stayed in Brooklyn and her family hadn't all pulled together, like would she be where she is now? Probably not. Probably not because you know, unfortunately, the school systems in in the city are are awful because shitheads like that. Uh, do everything that they can to defund them uh, mm-hmm. and make sure that they're as 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 you know understaffed as possible. And it's no criticism of the teachers because they're working you know as hard as they fucking can. But it's just when you when you underfund anything at to the level that that public schools in New York City are underfunded, you're not going to get good results. It's just impossible. Yeah. Did, did you see the little uh, George Clinton was trending today, and I was like, oh shit, did he die? And apparently he oh, was shit. on some. He, no, he, he didn't. Uh, George okay. Clinton, of all people, was on some like roundtable news show like that. You know, it wasn't Fox and really. Friends or anything. And he, the first quote I heard him say was, "No, there's nobody in this country that works harder than teachers." He says, "I don't care what job you think you have, nothing is harder than being a public school teacher." And I was yeah. just like, "God damn, George Clinton, dropping some fucking some funk dropping bombs, some funk truth, on these motherfuckers." <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so AOC, his, actually was, his outfit was great too. If you have a chance, check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. Uh, so AOC responded actually to that clip um, a couple times, but the first tweet she said, uh, "Number one, Fox News, 
why can't any of your anchors say my name correctly? It's been five months. <laughs> Number two, uh, it's bizarre to see 1% salaried anchors laughing at the U.S. housing crisis. And uh, number three, uh, never purchase pricey clothes and always told my story, but repeating lies until they are believed is your thing. Um, and then later on, she tweeted, uh, you know, there's not there's no reason to be ashamed or embarrassed. Mocking lower incomes is exactly how those who benefit from and promote wealth inequality uh, the most keep everyday people silent about one of the worst threats to American society that the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poorer. That's actually a great point that I didn't even really occur to me, that that's a tactic to get people to be ashamed of, of, of their position so that they won't criticize the fact that they are siphoning all the wealth to the top 1%. Oh, yeah. But Marx talks all about that alienation, the alienation from your own labor and thinking you, you, you don't deserve good things because you get paid less money. Like, oh, I only get paid 10 bucks an hour. I probably don't deserve more than that. I shouldn't ask for a raise. Or I'll ask for $11 instead of 15 You know, because I make so little, I must not mean that much to the world. I must not deserve it, right? Yeah. That's that's very much a part of mocking the poor for being poor, you know, while also saying, well, but if you work hard, you can get ahead in capitalism. You can become a millionaire like me if you just work harder. You know, it's like, well, clearly the people that, you know, the, the handful of people that did start with nothing and got somewhere did have to step on the backs of other people. But those are the people also who weren't afraid to ask for a higher wage, right? <laughs> like they, yep. they were the ones that saw through that bullshit. And instead of trying to boost up everybody, they said, well, I figured out how to better my, my own financial, uh, my own financial status and it's by playing the game ruthlessly and, and by stepping on other people to get where I am now. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, but uh, she continues to be the most useful tool in politics to illustrate how utterly out of touch the 1% are and how utterly unprepared they yeah. are for actual working class politicians well, like her. Or you got old politicians that were like, well, I, when I was a kid, it's like you haven't been poor in 60 years grandpa like you don't know yeah. what it's like you don't know the world is fundamentally different from the last time you actually had to struggle to make a living like it's yeah. so fundamentally different yeah. they have no fucking I, I i cite this all the time to people you used to be able to pay full college tuition in 1978 which is not that long ago 1978 with a minimum wage uh, job you used to be able to afford mm -hmm. a, a college tuition and now people are in debt for the rest of their lives thousands and thousands of dollars uh, because of how ridiculously uh, overinflated, you know, college tuition is, and and all of these speculative markets that are all based upon the biggest bullshit, uh, fake capital, speculative market of all, which is our U.S. economy, but you know, on the back of right. Wall Street. Well, and why is college tuition so much more expensive? Is it because we have vastly much more knowledge that requires more money to no, to, to get into the heads of kids? Is it because uh, college professors are getting paid so much more? Surely, it must because it must be because adjunct professors unionized now they're getting paid lots of money too, right? No, yeah, no, no. it's not because of any of that. It's because of the administrative positions now get paid millions and millions of dollars each. Right, oh, and you now like you've the got CEOs of the colleges, basically. The CEOs, exactly, exactly. It, there, there, there'll be colleges that will have, you know, board of trustees, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's like, oh, yeah. well, we we're going to make a separate uh, board of trustees for the for a new foundation that'll just raise money for the uh, for the university. But now this new foundation board of trustees, 
with a separate entity, they all have to get paid too. And it's like you look at the people that will get uh, put on there, uh, you know, even somewhere like Portland State University where it's um, they market themselves as this green, sustainable university. Their board, the board of trustees, their foundation board is like people from uh, from the oil, uh, fossil fuel industry, from um, PR firms for the oil industry, from uh, the, just like the, the worst of the worst polluters, but they can raise lots of money for the university to keep pushing out their bullshit greenwashing. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, you know, I, I want to end on the, on a high note, on a uh, oh. less depressing note. Uh, cause clearly we haven't depressed, uh, the audience enough tonight. Uh, obviously I'm, I'm being facetious because there was another mass shooting, uh, the other day. Uh, in Thousand Oaks, California, at a, uh, ironically enough, since considering what we were just talking about, at a uh, student bar or student night at a at like a college town bar, mm-hmm. um, and twelve people were killed. Uh, the guy uh, who did the shooting uh, killed himself, you know, before the I guess before he could be taken by the cops, and he was before a, he could be taken alive because he was white. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, they absolutely wouldn't have shot him if he if he killed a cop. And I think they still probably would have taken him alive, uh, if, if, you know, if oh, yeah. he didn't kill himself. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I don't I'm sure I just want to get this out of the way. Yeah, it's yeah. they all this is another one of those cases where it's a crazed white shooter. And in the news right off the bat, he's like, well, he must have been suffering from PTSD. He was a, he's a soldier, he's a veteran, but it was PTSD, so it's not his fault, right? This was such a safe community, such a safe suburb. It's always these it's always these all white safe communities that they, you know, quote unquote say these happen in. And it's like you realize just the word safe is just their code for we thought only blacks were supposed to shoot each other, right? Like yep. that is exactly what it's like they, what they print on the brochure for like real estate is they go, "Oh, it's so safe, it's so safe." Well, you know, how, how do you get an all-white community in the first place? You get it through racist red-line mortgage lending, which is supposed to be illegal. So, you know, let's not pretend that segregation today isn't a crime in and of itself, right? Oh, of course, it's still So, uh, yeah. And if, you, ways. if you include start including things like traffic violence, because I guarantee the suburbs have, you know, very few walkable hmm. places, no public squares at all. It's all just people in cars. You start including traffic violence and all the people get killed trying to cross the fucking street. There was just, I think in the last week, I read at least three different things where an entire family waiting for a bus got wiped out by someone in an SUV that just took out the whole fucking bus stop. At least two or three times I read about that just in the last week, and it's like that's that's not safe either. That is a crime, right? So I have a big problem when they always try to say, "Well, how could this possibly happen uh, every single day in our beautiful, wonderful, all-white, safe communities?" Yeah, actually, just Wednesday, uh, as I was leaving work, there were a million cop cars going by. I was like, "Oh, what was going on?" Come to find out that. Uh, a woman, uh, a homeless woman on her bicycle was killed by a uh, dumb teenager who was speeding through the intersection and didn't of see course. her like plowed into her like yeah. right outside my work. Uh, yeah. So, um, well, yeah. And, and it's a lot of times people who are homeless will not have lights on their bike will 
you know, just ride out in traffic it, yeah. without like the the what they what we call salmoning, where they ride the wrong way in a one way. Like they just they're not riding as traffic, which always puts you more at risk, right? Um, but yeah, it's just it, 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 these 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 kinds of mass shootings don't happen in cities. They don't happen way out in the country. They only happen in suburbia. And I've talked a lot about this, how it's not just a white supremacy angle, but the way that we've designed the suburbs to bring out the worst parts of our behavior by not having community spaces, by having everyone isolated in you know cul-de-sacs, by having everyone have to get around with a, with a car, that puts a stress on people that people don't realize and is largely immeasurable. And you have, like, this is, this is the kind of... of reverse engineering of society that is more rapidly creating people that just snap and go crazy and turn into mass murders. It's, it's happened, like you said, mass shootings 307 times in the last 311 days. That's, that's an unbelievable statistic. And that, and that's four more people shot, by the way, is, is what qualifies as a mass shooting. Right. So, uh, literally almost every day this year, somebody has been four, four, at least four people were, sh- were, were shot in a mass shooting. Um, but yeah, no, there's no problem. It's not the guns. It's it's the guns are totally fine, and that's the only way we're gonna overthrow the fucking government. Some morons think like you know somehow that we're gonna fucking the the government with their tanks and their drones and their nuclear weapons are somehow gonna cower in fear of a bunch of people with handguns and semi-automatic rifles. It's just a fucking farce and a fucking fantasy. And if you think that you're 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 just you don't have critical thinking skills, and you don't realize that we're the country with the most lax gun laws in the entire fucking world and we're the country by with by far the most fucking gun deaths we have thirty thousand fucking gun deaths a year and we just still act like well nothing we can do about it you know shit we got the second amendment so let's wash our hands there was a a great uh uh, tweet i saw just before the show started and this is from somebody who's got a little anarchy uh symbol in their handle, and actually said something good here, um, said, do not say that gun control is bad because you and your buddies want to be martyrs against the government, but do show the facts that show that minorities are the ultimate victims of gun control legislation, at least currently, and white people are provided with loopholes. And I thought that was a really smart thing to say, because if you look at what happened with this guy... Uh, the police knew about him. They'd already had incidents where they'd showed up to his house where he was waving a gun around. And there's supposed to be a law there in California that says if you have that, your guns get taken away by the police. Yeah. And they didn't do that because they said, well, he's just a good old boy. He's white. You know, he's a soldier. He's a, he's a you know, Semper Fi, all that bullshit. And it's like they... If that was a black person, they would have had their guns taken away, or they would have been shot on well, site. I was going to say, they probably would have shot him then. Right. Yeah. So I, I thought that was they were making a good point that, and this is, again, coming from an anarchist uh, person uh, account, that so, this idea that they're going to you know take down the government if uh, you know with their AK-47s, it's like, well, you got them now. What are you waiting for? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've already taken all your rights away, so I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. That that you, Your moment has passed, so uh, clearly you're not planning on doing anything about it. No, and you know, and there is there is an element of this guy was a veteran of Afghanistan and he was probably mentally fucked up by this completely uh immoral, inhumane war that we started with a country that didn't attack us and uh comes home and there's no mental health care, you know, for him. But that's everyone in this fucking country because we love to talk about mental health care as a dodge for guns, uh, you know, not talking about guns, but then whenever People say, okay, we'll do something about mental health care. They say, oh, no, well, we're not going to, we're actually going to roll your insurance back. So it's fucking nonsense. And then 
these guys show up to his house and everyone's like, oh, well, he had a handgun, so it wouldn't have done anything. It's not like he had a semi-automatic. First of all, he had a uh, mag extender, so he had an extended clip. And I'm sure people would be like, oh, it's not a clip. It's a- I don't I don't give a fuck. Shut the fuck up. Nobody Whatever. cares about No one cares yeah. about your fucking gun terminology, the, you, your you fucking, fucking gun nerds. Um, yeah, but I, I, I so, do that. I'll mix it up just to like the way I used to, to mix Star Wars and Star Trek to piss off nerds. I'll do the like, same or shit. Or with what gun people, people will say, like uh, AR 15 stands for assault rifle 15 because they get so mad. And like, <laughs> That's not what it, God, it's <laughs> no. So, yeah. um, you know, no, the AK no, they did in, a... in AK 47 stands for Karl Marx <laughs> 47. No, I don't know. Yeah. Um, it, uh, oh, yeah. And so I just, you know, this idea is just so fucking stupid to me and i totally lost my train of thought but <laughs> god damn guns are um, stupid guns are guns fucking are stupid dumb. guns are oh, cool no but so in, no like, so they like anime in certain kind of, kind no, of things th- like that but. in entertainment they're great you know and that's where they belong in entertainment they don't belong sure. should fucking be terrorizing <sighs> and um so these people go to do a wellness check on him and he clearly does have some kind of a PTSD and they let him keep his fucking guns. If you had more strict gun laws, they would have taken his fucking guns away and this if, wouldn't have happened. If you take his guns away, he'll just get mad about it and then he'll build a board with a nail on it big enough to destroy the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, he'll 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 take fucking a knife and kill two people before he's tackled and, you know, subdued. Like that's what would happen. Here's this the whole thing. idea that like it, taking away higher right. calibers isn't going to help is bullshit because if he no, had it, a semi-automatic, he would have killed more people. Like that's the, it's the just... thing is not that you you know the, taking the guns away is somehow uh, you know taking his balls away and putting them in a jar and it's like oh he's not a real man anymore. I guarantee that's how the police fucking think about it because they course. see him as one of their own, right? And they 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 think oh poor him he shouldn't have to go through this without his guns his <clears> poor <throat> you know post traumatic whatever. It's like no he's going to have to suffer through that shit regardless the thing you're taking away is his ability to do massive harm to other people when he does have a psychotic episode and did you hear about the shit that he posted on social media while he was in there in the middle of killing people no i I didn't actually read it What, what what was he saying it was like he was taunting people he basically said you know every time this happens you'll you'll say thoughts and prayers but you won't do a damn thing to fix it so I'm just proving how easy it is to do it again. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um. <laughs> so so now you've got people copycat killing just to mock the fact that nobody will take action on it. That 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 we're so fucking weak and feckless that we will do we will literally let people just get slaughtered because we're I afraid mean, of, of of a, a fucking lobby. Yeah, of, that's of, like the, the Joker lobby. killing someone and saying, "Haha, Batman, you won't actually do anything about it. You'll just put me in Arkham Asylum again. And I'll get out and I'll do it." That's like, that's like fucking and Joker right. level crazy. Yeah. Yes, and, and, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking not, right, and that's the saddest thing of all. Like, just Batman, just kill the Joker, and we'll fucking just yeah. ban the fucking guns. Uh, anyway, yeah. sorry. It just it reminded me that I was I literally read that or heard that right before coming. Well, this kind of reminds sh- me of that show. guy, that guy from The Punisher, the guy who who like you know is like always like who, who like digs a hole out in his backyard and lives in it because he just can't deal with like regular civilian oh, yeah. life and then just becomes like a crazed lunatic. Was, like it's just, exactly that that was a good. I like that plot. Um, that was I was really more interested in that. Like like the slick, you know, bad guy in Punisher. I didn't care for the character that much. And I was kind of yeah. like, just like, whatever. But the kid, 
well, his face got torn off by a fucking Mangled. mirror yeah. by a yeah. uh, uh, carnival mirror. But the kid, the kid was like way more compelling. I think the mm-hmm. actor who played him did a really good job of making you yeah. feel like you didn't feel like you were watching an actor when you watched. He felt like kid. every white shooter that we see, like in, in these mass shootings, like he really he, he felt like that, and you could see it happening. And it was like there's nothing mm-hmm. to do to stop it. And, you know, that's really something that I, I think we are, are totally powerless to stop. But at the very fucking least, why don't you take away the things that they use to kill, you know, uh, thousands and thousands of people every year? Like, make it fucking harder. Yeah. Like, it, I, like if we, you, the bare minimum we could do. Yeah. If somebody is too old to drive a car, if they can't see, they can't pass a vision test, that's it. You lose your fucking license immediately. They don't. They don't let you keep it out of sympathy for you, you know. Yeah. Like that's. They just. We recognize that to have somebody that cannot safely operate a motor vehicle is an extreme threat to to society. Even people who are capable still accidentally use a car to kill tens of thousands of people. Just about as many people as guns kill, yeah. but they're not intended to do that. The only purpose of a gun is to kill. That's the only thing it can do. Right. And when you see somebody's not capable of using the judgment necessary to not use it as intended, you have to take them away. Right. That's the only place you can even start addressing the idea of preventing more gun violence while also not, you know, still letting it be a right to own a gun. Sort of. That's the only way you can have sensible gun legislation is to start taking them away from people that simply should not have them who have been evaluated as being mentally deficient. Yeah, that, that 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 that's the literal bare minimum that we could do, and it, it'll never happen because even people on the left are fucking so cowed into being like, well, no, of course we don't want to take guns away. Yeah, we should have that conversation. That's the range of fucking conversation where we should start because then we meet in the middle at let's take guns away from the fucking lunatics who shouldn't have guns. Where we're at now is that, oh, well, we don't want to take people's guns away. We just want to pass milk toast resolutions. And then the other side says, mm-hmm. no, we should have nuclear weapons. And then we meet it <laughs> at a guy. I saw a guy no comment on uh, you know? uh, Ash posted a uh, something about gun violence. And she has a lot of very uh, she has a lot of friends. Or at least, I don't know how close they are, but people that will comment with very uh, Ohio esque attitudes. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And somebody commented saying, well, they made drugs illegal and people still use drugs. And that was their argument what? for, you know, people kill people with guns, so we should not try to stop it, you know? I was, so my response, of course, was um, uh, people need to do drugs. They don't need to own guns. <laughs> also, drugs aren't in, aren't made to fucking kill people. They're made to make people's lives better. Yeah, well, I mean, some drugs, you know? Made to get you really <laughs> so, fucking high. Yeah, made, made to alter your consciousness. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just, it's um, like, yeah, it, it makes no sense. And, you know, of course, then you had this group of doctors that said that you know guns are a public safety issue that are they are a health issue and the NRA tweeted out that this um, associate, association of doctors needs to stay in their lane. Oh, uh, now, first of all, I mean that that phrase "stay in your lane" is like has been somewhat popularized recently, but it yeah, is yeah. something that you hear black people say more often than not, right? Yeah. So to have the NRA, which is in is in its essence a white supremacist gun organization use that term is offensive to me for one but to tell the doctors that uh to worry about gun violence from a health perspective is not staying in their lane is fucking absurd (laughs) yeah no it's disgusting absolutely disgusting 
but you know we're gonna talk about it and nothing's gonna get done and it's just gonna happen again in a couple days and it'll keep happening and then there'll be a big one that everyone talks about and gets really sad about and we'll talk about it and nothing will get done because we're all just i'm just fucking waiting for the day where i'm in a bank or in a movie theater or in a fucking restaurant or anywhere and somebody just starts shooting because statistically it's yep. gonna happen you'll like just it's hear gonna it. happen. i mean it's it's happening to people multiple times there was people that were in this event oh God, yeah. this mass shooting that. that survived the one last year when the guy in vegas the opened vegas. up on a crowd of yeah. twenty thousand people at an outdoor concert so i mean the odds of this happening are increasing so rapidly that your odds of it happening to you twice are are now feasible yeah, right. no, there are people literally survived the biggest mass shooting in history there, only to there be is involved an, in a second yeah. mass shooting in a different state. Like, there, There's another factor, and somebody did a study back in the 70s or 60s, I don't know where it was, where they were trying to study the effects of overpopulation and the stress it creates on, on a population. Um, so they had this this amazing like room that it was like a, a, a utopia for rats. Right. And at, at first, when they had uh, enough rats, where there was enough food and resources, enough room for all of them there, they got along great. They socialized well. Rats are very social animals, if you look at them. Right. Um, very affectionate towards each other. And then they gradually started to increase the number. Gradually. We're talking like over the course of months, maybe over years. To the point where there was so many, there wasn't enough food. I mean, obviously, they're they're artificially starving them in a, in a confined yeah. space, but also not enough room for them to sleep. Um, and in, in it was exponential, along with the rate of growth that you had uh, rats killing each other, committing cannibalism, uh, committing what you would consider to be rat rape, right? Um, <laughs> you know, Christ. just, yeah, so, it, and it was it was purely a function of having too many of them in a small space, right? It uh-huh. was causing them to go psychotic. It was causing them to display uh, homicidal behavior, right? And I know that there is enough physical space for, for 8 billion people, uh, on this world, but there's not enough resources for eight billion people. Doesn't matter if you're dirt poor, or doesn't matter if you are, uh, you know, consuming much more in, in the first world in America. There's just not enough resources for the way we live our lives, uh, or for eight billion. Certainly people, not with the way that the, billion, the, the people hoard it at the top. You know, I mean, there would be if they distributed right, not, all those resources, but of course, it's never going to happen. Sure, but if you're a billionaire, you don't materially eat more food than somebody who makes. $40,000 a year. No, yeah, and and by and large, that's the thing that uses up the most resources is the massive amount of land it takes agriculture to feed that many people, right? You're not out there collecting twigs and berries. You've got huge swaths of land. You know how much land it takes to feed one American? It's no, about 40 acres. It's about oh, wow. 40 acres to feed every Was American. Was that like a year or... A... Well, I mean, you could use the same 40 acres over and over, but that's the average, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So sense. it's just, it's the massive amount. You could fit every human being on the planet Earth <laughs> in the Grand Canyon. It's not the physical space we take up, but it's the resources, right? And it's the way that the, the extraction of those resources is harming the Earth and harming our relationship with the Earth that I think is is the real stress or one of the real stresses on people that is contributing to more violence. Now, this recent uptick, I think you can attribute to things like Donald Trump, white supremacy, um, things like the way we've built communities in this country very recently in the last 60 years, like the suburbs, right? But yeah. ultimately, these things are all are going to keep getting worse as there's too many of us and not enough resources to go around. 
But I, I also always make the point that it also can be attributed to just the normalization of violence in in the form of our our military and in, in the form of our foreign interventions in the oh, yeah. way that we just absolutely are totally desensitized to the fact that we murder people every day like literally sure. every day we're murdering a civilian in another well, country and you got to figure back in in the dark ages when there was crusades that that violence bled over into societal violence too but back then it took a lot more effort to kill 12 people because uh, you didn't have a, a, a machine gun <laughs> in the dark ages yeah. that could wipe out a whole crowd of people all at once you know that's the thing that if someone flips out back then they had to get like a fucking sword or at best a bow and arrow if they wanted to kill everyone and they could you know it's hard to do that right you can't yeah. kill more than several people nowadays it's just like snap your fingers 10 people are dead right so it's yeah. it's taking the, that kind of a tool to commit mass murder out of the hands of people that shouldn't have it in the first place. Yeah, no, it's horrifying. Um, and you mentioned the climate, obviously. Uh, we had another uh, horrible wildfire um, past couple of days in the Thousand Oaks area, which is the same area as the shooting that we were just talking about. So it really fucking not a, not a good time to be living in that area of California. Um, but you know, all these people's homes uh, burned down all, uh, you know, who knows how many people ended up dying in the fire. And it's like, uh, you know, wildfires are as bad as they've ever been uh, because of climate change, because of the, the how dry these forests are, because of just the, the, the fucking changing nature of our climate. Um, but I, I, you know, I saw a lot of people tweeting about it and there were, uh, it, it, apparently it's like a big, area for like actors mansions like a lot of actors like live in that area um and, a, and i saw a lot of people like tweeting like hey we need a trailer for you know three horses you need to do we, we need to evacuate uh and and i saw one where it was like you know the, the uh this house has 40 horses and they need trailers to evacuate and i'm like what the fuck are you doing keeping horses as pets like what i i, I just can't wrap my head around uh, the, the, this notion of like uh, the, the, this beautiful majestic creature that you know roams still well, parts you, of the yeah, u.s like, like what do you need 40 of them for like as, as a, <laughs> you, what the fuck like why does jerry seinfeld need 150 cars you know like what the, the way that rich people spend their wealth it's like it's just it's they, obscene they, it's they collect obscene. shit you know i don't know that that every rich person is responsible for a higher rate of consumption but they certainly buy shit they don't need absolutely if you can afford one horse you have too much money if you can afford 40 horses <laughs> people should violently take your fucking wealth well from you because i you mean were... i i grew up in the country and there a lot of people have horses uh, but no you know, they were they work on farms like that's but, just but not whatever. not like yeah not like stable horses that like you, you have like a trainer and like you know people that have horses now like in in that in hollywood aren't fucking ranchers there it's definitely the vanity thing yeah 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 um but you know i mean it's probably some some holdout from the era of of ronald reagan westerns where they just really love fucking horses and decided that's where they're gonna spend their money so who knows i i, I love for it like i'd love to you know i've ridden a horse before i'd love to have a horse if i would like live somewhere where you could get around on a horse but like you know it, it's not yeah. I, I wouldn't want to fucking have like a, a a racing horse or a trophy horse like you know it's fucking well just so I, I think I, was, I don't know if i was mentioning this before the show or, or earlier but you know there was that picture of the the wildfire spoke 
And uh, the, the friend of ours that tweeted it said, like, uh, uh, yes, there is some climate change here to see you. Uh, and, of course, at the bottom of the photo, there's a line of hundreds of cars stopped on this highway. And it's like, literally, it's it's the cars, it's the animal agriculture, it's our energy consumption, you know, it all, it's all of those things. But, you know, you we could the, the rise of global warming has been attributed to all these things and of course there's more cars now than ever um uh, even though per capita driving's down a little bit but it's like seriously if you you can't have everyone driving a car and, and pumping literally 25 pounds of co2 per gallon into the atmosphere times that by hundreds of millions of people uh, a billion globally you can't you're fundamentally changing the composition of the atmosphere when you do that, right? So we're not going to fix it by only saying, let's have wind power instead of coal. You're not going to fix it by only uh, getting people to ride a bike or take the subway. You're not going to fix it by only getting people to eat less meat. Like all of these things have to be addressed. And I guess it bugs me when the climate change movement chooses to only focus on one and ignore the others, because it's, we're not going to save the, like we've got what, 12 years left before it's, you know, Sayonara, well, it, it, it's just not going to happen. Like it's not going to fucking happen. We 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 really should just be preparing for the fact that, it, that there's no political or social will to make any one of those things happen, let alone all of them. To to uh, because I think that there's the calculus uh, from society as a whole, whether it's intentional or not, that we could do all of these things and fundamentally change our way of life and make them marketably marketably worse in the and in, in, you know in, in society's eyes i'm not saying that everyone would think this and things would still be getting bad but just not as bad or we could continue consuming more than we should and doing all these things as we are and things will get worse anyway like so i think that there's that calculus and a lot of people well they already mind. have gotten worse it's to what degree are we going to keep making it yes yeah, right course, yeah when, when you have a ship go off course right uh the the you know, by the time that you see the compass changing and make that course correction, the ship has momentum in a different direction, right? And yeah, so yeah, you no, make that course really correction, it might take a while for the ship to actually correct its course. And you might overcorrect and it goes back the other way. So it's it's like, but we have to start doing that. We have to start changing course. Otherwise, we're going to crash on the fucking iceberg if there's still icebergs around. <laughs> yeah, um, well, we so, <laughs> you know, it, it's it's got to um, be, we didn't get here where driving a car is the dominant way of transportation in this country by accident. We got here because of specific choices. And it, was, it wasn't lifestyle choices. It was choices by automobile manufacturers lobbying governments to, to subsidize the highway and road system so that now everyone has to drive to get everywhere, right? Yeah. So if we made those choices, we can unmake those choices. We can build high-speed rail in this country. Um, we can... Uh, we can figure out how to have clean fuels for air travel. We can have bike lanes. And, uh, you know, if you ride a bike to work, you're that much healthier. So you get a discount on your healthcare premium. So the companies start incentivizing riding a bike to work. This is already happening in big cities, right? It can happen in small cities. It's got to happen more. And it's like, we don't have a choice. We can't keep consuming. We can't have every American uh, be responsible for 40 tons of carbon pollution a year. It's just we can't keep going that way. We're going to kill the fucking planet. Yeah, and unfortunately, I, I don't see any of that happen. Like I, I just I, I well, given given how how ingrained in society that that all these things are, I just can't ever see. But they're not. They were marketed towards to us, right? You know what I mean, we, though. I'm I'm not saying like I I mean that like 
yes, of course they were marketed unto us, but people are like brainwashed into thinking that that's the only way to do things. And I, I, I they are right now, right? Four out of yeah. or was it one out of five advertisements? Prime time is for a car, right? If all you got to do is turn that shit off, right? Not not turn like just don't turn on the TV, but like we have to change all of that we've got to have car companies go hey you know what we could make streetcars instead we could make something else we don't have to only make private motor vehicles i know that's what they want to make because that's their highest profit margin but we can't think that way anymore yeah but but then that also gets to the point of like as long as you have capitalism they're never going to not think that so i you know yeah, absolutely without getting rid of capitalism you're never well, never solve it's, that a, problem. it's a chicken or the egg thing right yeah, like yeah. we don't have every, time every problem to yeah. overthrow capitalism the earth doesn't have time to change every economic structure so you've got to have something else that has more power than capital which unfortunately is the state right so the only way this is going to change is by changing the economics changing the governance and then changing people from the ground up from the grassroots right it has to all of it has to change to be a real cultural lasting change and it's our survival it's not just the planet right we can keep having more kids but their lives will begin becoming shorter uh, there'll be I, I less food for them for that reason. right yeah. exactly yeah, and neither do i i never will um but that that's the thing when people say be the change you want to see in the world or like you know we have to change our relationship to the earth it's like well then do it you don't just talk about it like someone else has to do it like it's not like you get to drive and everyone else should take the bus we all have to start thinking about how we change our consumption uh, otherwise it's never there's never going to be a systemic change if we're not willing to force it and 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 live differently uh demand people in power change systems at the same time and you know, again, uh, stop breeding. Come on, like, <laughs> you, like adopt a kid. There's lots of kids that need parents. If you want a kid, yeah. they would yeah. love you all as much as your you know, the biological pet. kid. Plenty of pets that would that that'll solve your your yes your need, your need for a, <laughs> for a lesser human. You know, or yeah. For a lesser, and if you get one that's you... shitty, they only live about ten years, so you're all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, dogs are awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah, I know. But, that, but I'm just so pessimistic about it because I'm like, none of this shit's going to happen. Like, what, what, what's going to happen is that we're going to ignore all these things and then it's going to become so dire that we're, we won't have a choice and we're going to do it anyway. But it's going to be too late in terms of the climate being fundamentally changed to the point where, you know, people are dead and, and whole cities are underwater. And and we'll say, how did we get here? Yeah. You know, <laughs> like, how, how could this have happened? Right. It, there'll be a shift on the right from people that say it, it's never going to happen. It's a hoax to then saying, well, if it does happen, if it does happen, it'll be good to then it being so awful. They'll say, well, yes, but it's always been this awful. Like that's that's the different kind of cognitive insanity you'll see from those people. Mm. It, there's no point at which it will finally get to the to get so bad that they'll wake up and go, "Oh, wow! I finally have seen the light of day." Like they they will there will always be climate deniers, even when the planet is like literally there's no more ocean. There's just a desert, and our our atmosphere is gone, and all the water vapor is floated off into space. Yeah. Well. You know, if you haven't killed yourself yet and you're still listening, uh, I, I guess. Um, <laughs> if anyone likes this podcast still at this point, you must hate yourself. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh, so, you know, uh, check out some of our back episodes. Obviously, that midterm uh, thing we just did was, was uh, you know, pretty good. So you check that out. Uh, rate, review, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Uh, 
if you like the show. <laughs> if not, uh, just keep it. To you yourself, should still subscribe. It won't always be this bad. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it, it, it's not always this depressing. Sometimes we have good news to report on. Hey, when Bernie announces his candidacy, we'll have we'll have a probably have. A oh good episode. man, we're gonna start I'm drinking. Sure the shit libs will 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 ruin that for us also somehow. Um, yeah, so uh, we're on SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com slash move left. Uh, we are on Facebook, facebook.com slash move left idiots. Come join our growing community over there. Uh, if you want to pick up some merch and support the show, you can go to teespring.com slash move left. Uh, I am on Twitter at move underscore left. Uh, and I am on Twitter at. You're, you're at, on Twitter at uh, copyright underscore violation. Chaos Rot 1999. <laughs> you're, you're at Chaos Rot 1999 now? Riot. 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 Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, and, it's been a while uh, since I busted that out. I figured it was time to come bring that back around again. Yeah, so. it was a very cop-heavy episode. So, yeah, uh, we will see you next week on Move Left Idiots.